الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا After coming to Medina Munawwara the first thing that Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam established was the masjid. From there we took a lesson, and especially a lesson for the end of times, that wherever a Muslim goes, he must always try to make sure very close to him is a masjid. The masjid is a source of hifazat, protection. The closer a person is to the masjid, the more he will find attraction, divine attraction, pulling him towards deen. The further he goes from the masjid because of business, because of ease of traveling, slowly, slowly he will find deen coming out of his life, his children's life. As we will move to the future, a lot of new cities will be created, where a lot of more chances of security will be given. Wherever a Muslim goes, he must make sure he takes his masjid with him. Even if it's a small masjid, a masjid is a masjid. The second effort Allah Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made in Medina Munawwara is what is known as creating an environment of brotherhood. So to understand this, if a person knows the history of the Arabs, it was how we have amongst our people tribes, villages. Which village do you come from? Which village do I come from? The Arabs were very strong in the village issue. The people of one village would support their people even if they knew they were wrong. This was the law of the village. When Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was a ban was placed upon doing business with any of his family. And the original ban supposed to be against the Muslims. But the whole family supported him. So they placed a ban on all. Anyone doing business with them. Anyone talking to them. No one must get married to them. The whole family it was. So tribes would stand for tribes. Now when you came to Medina Munawara, you had one tribe called the Aus. One tribe called the Khazraj. These were like the main tribes of Medina. They were known as the Banu Qayla. Their war was carrying on for about a hundred years already. So to have so much of years of war, it means that there is and just before Nubuwa, one of the biggest wars that their history saw was known as the Battle of Bu'ath. So many of them, like Usaid bin Khudair is a military leader of Medina Munawara. His father was fighting on behalf of the Aus. Another person of Khazraj, his father was part of the Khazraj. A leader. Usaid bin Khudair's father, Khudair, he's a leader. Both leaders passed away in this battle of Boath. In the ending, the one tribe, they got the winning edge over it, but it came to an end. It was still like burning, but the poems that were read at the time of Boath, how one hated the other, all of that was there. So one is you got two tribes. Today, many of us say that there is no unity. As long as there is no unity, how will anything be achieved? So there was no unity. And then when the Arabs were coming, each Arab tribe had its own story. 
So now the Ansar, the people of Medina have to see Arabs coming from Makkah. <coughs> they themselves are so divided. And then they are seeing people coming from Makkah. Then from the people coming from Makkah, all are not Arabs also. They are some from other lands. They are some of different colors. Whatever the Arab grew up in, that white is a unique color. I am an Arab, he's a non-Arab. In Medina Munawwara, everything was going to break. But how do you break it? So one was dua. Many a times in our families when we find there's no unity. And our unity, the only unity we know about is that unity, I get married, so between my wife and my mother, my wife and my sister. And sometimes we just say that it's so out of control, I don't think they'll ever unite. So that sentence, I don't think they'll ever unite, is because of weakness in the power of dua. There's one unique dua that is taught, Allahumma allif bayna qulubihim wa aslih dhata baynihim. Oh Allah, if you unite the hearts. Allah Tabarakullah says, that's what happened in Medina. وَأَلَّفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِهِمْ لَوْ أَنْفَقْتَ مَا فِي الْأَرْضِ جَمِيعًا مَا أَلَّفْتَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِهِمْ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ أَلَّفَ بَيْنَهُمْ That it was Allah who united. What dua that unity can take place. Many a time before marriage is to make the dua. On marriage is to continuously make the dua. There are those families that are so well united and something happens and it just breaks. They stopped making dua for the continuity of unity. One was before that Allah's Nabi continuously ensured the unity remained between the Ansar amongst themselves and then with the Muhajiri. How he was going to do it? One was dua. Then they came into Makkah Mukarramah. The beginning group, about 50 of them. He made them brothers with 50 of the Ansar. So it's not called 50 to 50. It is called 50 families. Because when the one Muhajir entered into a family, this entire family became his. So 50 families of Medina Munawara, they and they were going to break the issue of tribalism. And because they were like leaders, big people, so anyone under them also could not. If someone said something against some Wahajir, he had to know I am also speaking against my Ansari. Because this is his brother. He created this thing which was called brotherhood. This Muhajir will be made a brother to this Ansari. Allah Tabarukullah praised it in the Quran in a very unique manner. وَالَّذِينَ تَبَوَّ وَالْإِيمَانَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ Allah Tabarukullah Allah praised the Ansar. That group who prepared the house, who made Medina Munawwara a home, Dar, they had the house. And Alim wrote most beautifully, he said, look at this. Almighty Allah praised them for having a house. And the ayat before that, لِلْفُقَرَاءِ الْمُحَاجِرِينَ الَّذِينَ أُخْرِجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ and Allah praised those poor fuqara who were taken out of their house. He said He praised one group who had no house. On account of losing their house, He praised them. And the other group He praised on account of having a house. He says, we learn from this ayat that in this world, 
Having something or not having something is not the issue. It is why you have it or why you don't have it. If a person hasn't got wealth and he got qanaat, then he is a man making sabr, he is very high towards Allah. And if a person has been given and is making shukr, he is also just as high. In the world normally we look at people around what he got. Allah tabarakullah in Quran says, وَلَا تَتَمَنَّوا مَا فَضَّلَ اللَّهِ بَعْدَكُمْ عَلَى بَعْضِ What Allah has now given some and He hasn't given, that you don't desire. That got nothing to do with you reaching your Allah. You reach Allah with what you got. The woman must not say, I wish I could do what a man can do. A man must not say, I wish I could do what the woman can do. Everyone must be happy with his lot. One had a house, one never had a house. In losing a house, one found Allah. In having a house, the other found Allah. Whatever man got, he's able to use it to please Allah. يُحِبُّونَ مَنْ هَاجَرَ إِلَيْهِمْ They had love for the muhajirin. They say at the beginning, this first 50, they produce such feats in the history of man that perhaps history will never write this again. Sa'ad bin Rabi'ah, radiallahu an, he is made the brother of Abdurrahman ibn Auf, radiallahu an. He says to him that perhaps in the Ansar I am the richest. So because you are my brother, it is only right that you take half my wealth. Now think of this. Even in the normal world, a brother will never give his brother half his wealth. Real brother. This was a man who yesterday you never even know. It was called on the love of the name Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If Allah's Nabi said, this is your brother, to make the Nabi of Allah happy, he went out of his way to make his brother happy. It was called something on nisbat. That because this became your brother on my name, it's this issue of nisbat. It's this issue of nisbat when a person gets married. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke about this. Allah Tabarukullah in Quran made a wording وَآشِرُوهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ That now that the girl is coming into your marriage Allah Tabarukullah interceded on her behalf that look after her in a nice manner. Ulama have written that look at this nisbat that one is I got married but when Allah Tabarukullah says remember on whose name you got married it means there was a nisbat here. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَاسْتَوْسُوا بِالنِّسَاءِ خَيْرًا اِسْتَوْسُوا بِالنِّسَاءِ خَيْرًا means I am making a wasiyat. Wasiyat is different from nasihat. Nasihat means advice. Wasiyat normally means when the father is on his last days, his family come around him. And then he says to the one, will you do this? And he says, daddy, whatever you want, I will do. That's called wasiyat, parting advice. Allah's Nabi said, وَاسْتَوْسُوا بِالنِّسَاءِ خَيْرًا That accept my wasiyat. That be kind to your wives. Now looking after the wife becomes a different issue now. 
Because he understands that there's a certain nisbat that is here. Those Sahaba radiallahu they had that value of that word nisbat. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, this is your brother. Imagine what a nature he had to go and say to him, that I am the richest perhaps of Medina Munawara, half is yours. And then he said, I have two wives. You choose which one pleases you more. I will divorce her on the end of her iddat, she's yours. Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiallahu did not accept it. He asked, show me the market, but what a offer that was. Then the Ansar came to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they said, Oh Allah's Nabi, divide our gardens in half. You do the division. Half is ours, half must go to the Muhajirin. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, no. He was not happy. The Ansar was still worried. Normally we will say, hey, I got out cheap. Allah's Nabi himself said, no. They had a nature. So they themselves went to the Muhajireen and they said that if you will be ready to just help us in our gardens, lot of work. So if you will help us in our garden, normally if you get a helper in your garden, how much you will pay him? You will pay him your 20 rand, 200 rand, 400 rand. You will never tell him your profits. And then you will tell him, I'll make you a partner in the profits. He said, you will work in the garden and at the end of the year, Although we're the owner of it, but we'll split profits half-half. Again, the Muhajirin were looking at Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu was happy with this offer. That ownership will remain the Ansar, but the Muhajirin must work. The Muhajirin said, Sami'na wa ata'ana. Ansar said, Sami'na wa ata'ana. They were so happy. What an offer. The Muhajirin were going to work in their fields, but the Muhajirin were not farmers. And the Ansar knew they are not farmers. So in the ending majority of the work, the Ansar was still doing. But if the Muhajir felt hard, the Ansar would say it was a deal, remember. That half is yours, half is mine. So he would just like clock in. Look at this, the Muhajirin now started feeling. So they go to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they say, we have never seen a nation like. That when they have little also, they're very relaxed. And they telling us, don't worry. they telling us, don't worry. They got little. And when they get lot, the way they spend on us. So look at the sentence they said after that. The Muhajirin then said, we fear that they will take whatever reward there is to be taken. And they will leave nothing for. Nabi sallallahu said, it will not be like that. As long as you continue appreciating their favors by attributing it to them. And you continue making dua for them. As long as you continue appreciating their favors by attributing it to them. That you'll have to mention, this is what he did for me. You can't forget it. You have to continuously thank him. And more, more important than the thanking, one is an easy way to say Jazakumullah. But one is with the heart to really make a Jazakumullah. One is when a person does you a favor, you say Allah reward you finished. And one is that night when he's not in front of you. But because he made your night easy, 
that night you go on the musalla, lift up your hands and say, Allah, make his life easy. So that as long as you continue making dua for them, and you continue appreciating by attributing to them, then they will not take all the reward, you'll also get lost. Unique how he made a division, unique. Then Nabi Sallallahu himself called the Ansar. And he says, on account of what you have sacrificed, I want to write a promise for you now. That a very huge part of the land of Bahrain, when it will come, meaning into the hands of the Muslims, I want to write it now for you. So the Ansar say, Oh Allah's Nabi, no. Unless you also write for the Muhajirin. Look at that. Unless you write for them. Now imagine this world of brotherhood. And normally, even in real brothers, when the father is passing away, and the one brother did lot, the Ansar were the ones who did lot. So the one brother did lot, and the father calls him and he says, Now you know what? In appreciation for all that you did, I'm going to do this for you. Imagine that brother, if you could be an Ansari. And he can say, Oh my father, no. Not until you write for my brothers and sisters also. I won't take it. Very few will be like that. But they, I was on something else. And then Nabi then said to them, Okay, if that's how you are happy, then he says, I only ask you for one thing, that in this world make sabr, and you will find your reward by me on my pond on the day of Qiyamah. said, in this world it won't come to you. Said after I pass away, preference will be given to others over you, and it was going to happen, because leadership was going to go back to the Quraysh. So the Ansar weren't going to be the leaders, so many of them would not, or their children would not enjoy the highest of positions. Preference was going to be given. Said if you want to take it now from me, they said no. Said then will you make sabr until you meet me on my pond? They said we meet you. That son who can do a thing like that. That whatever I did for my father, why must I take all the reward now? There's another world coming, sir. Another world. I will also meet my Nabi. I have also been told, be patient. But look at this brotherhood that was created. It was the most unique level of brotherhood that the world had ever seen. Each one was just out of his way. That I want to do for the other. And the other was saying, this is my job. This is my responsibility. They taught the world a message that in working for brotherhood, who benefits? One is in unity when A is united with B. Allah Tabarukallah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, A Muslim is a brother of another. And he said, Allahu fi awnil abd. Allah will continuously be in the aid of his servant. As long as the servant is in the aid of his brother. Madam al Abdu fi awni akhi. Then he said, Man nas nafasa an Muslimin. The one who will give breath to a believer. Meaning he's in difficulty, but you gave him breath. Nafasallahu anhu yawm al Qiyamah. On the day of Qiyamah, when he needs aid, breath, Allah will give it to him. Man satara Musliman. The one who will cover a fault of a believer. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah will cover his fault. All these narrations were to show what? It was to show that where unity is so important. 
But who benefits from unity? The one who makes the step forward. Although the other party is still acting a little hard. Because we all say we want unity. But when it says to get unity, everyone says he must act good. That he must act good will never bring the unity. But if the person says, I must act good. The one who works for unity, the person who says, I'll do it. What will he get? Allah's Nabi told him that as long as you remain how you are, making an effort, they will always be by you from the side of Allah and angel who will be aiding you on every step of the way. One is an angel. One is the narration that said, Allahu fi awnil abd. That Allah will continuously be in his aid as long as he carries on worrying. Nabi sallallahu said, al The entire creation is like the family of Allah. Then he said, فَأَحَبُّ الْخَلْقِ إِلَى اللَّهِ مَنْ أَحْسَنَ إِلَىٰ And the most beloved to Allah from the whole creation is the one who tries to be good to the family. Whoever will work for this unity by himself saying, I have to do it, forget the other party. The Muhajireen wanted this unity. Almighty Allah praised them. The Ansar wanted this unity. Allah Tabarutra said, وَالَّذِينَ تَبَوَّ أُدَّارَ وَالْإِيمَانَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ يُحِبُّونَ مَنْ هَاجَرَ إِلَيْهِمْ How much he praised them. Both parties wanted unity. Both parties became great. Each in unity, everyone benefits. The Ansar opened up their houses. But what it was going to do for them, every Muhajir who became a brother of the Ansar from that 50, he said, if I can't benefit him with his dunya, I will benefit his deen. So that Muhajir, he already had about seven, eight, nine years of Makkah Mukarrama. That Ansari never had it. The Muhajir thought that if I can't come with dunya for him, I will bring deen. So when he would sit with his Ansari brother, what it would be? He would be giving him deen. Every day he would be teaching him. He would be correcting the manner of his thinking. He would be saying, no, you shouldn't do it like this. You should do it like that. The Ansar opened their house. Ilm came into the house. In unity, everyone benefits. And the one who works for the unity, he finds the bounce back. Almighty Allah is in his aid. Allah sends the angels in his aid. Allah makes it such that he gave forward something. Something has to come back. He sees it in his own self. He sees it in his family. Ulama have written, those people who make an effort to be of khidmat to others, Allah brings knowledge in their progeny. Meaning, ilm enters their progeny. There is so much for the one who makes that step front. There will be many a time when effort is made to break this unity. So when they were sitting together, one Jew, he came past and he saw now the Ansar. Remember Aus and Khazraj? He saw, he knew of the Bu'ath. He looked at them united. He said, if this group is united, there's no life for us Jews anymore. If this group is united. He spoke on behalf of all the Jews till the day of Qiyamah. That if this Ummah could be united, there's no chance. It angered him. He had one younger Jew with him. He told him that you'll have to go and break this thing. So the younger asked how? He said, you will go sit there like a normal boy. 
while sitting there, then just start speaking about the battle of Boath. See, I was thinking of that. Isn't it was that one's father? And then start reading some of the poetry of that time. He just started. When you have hatred, it is going to happen. The lesson of when you work for unity is the devil will always try just to start it again. Just one spark in it. He started it. He read one poem. The spouses started getting upset. He said, what did you say? And the other one said something. And then one stood up and he slapped the other. And it got so bad that both parties pulled back and said, we will meet on the outskirts with swords. And that's when Nabi Sallallahu heard and he came out. When he came out, he came out like in a cry. And his one sentence was, that I already, while I'm amongst you all, returning to the era of ignorance. He just said that and the Ansar looked and dropped. But historians write that look at this. What is true love? When Allah's Nabi came and said, what is this? It's like normally if we have to tell two parties, why are you fighting? Make up. So in the ending they'll just, okay, salam alaikum, shake hands. Sahaba radiallahu hugged each other. And they started crying. They hugged and they cried. They hugged and they cried. They understood that the devil almost broke through us. But that hugging and crying was a sincere heart. There will be times when we are making effort for unity in our own families. In the broader circles. And the devil is not going to stop. He will somehow try to incite on small issues. When you later on study the issue, you will say, but on account of this, that this could have been sorted out in another manner, was all that hatred needed, all that planning against needed, all conspiring against needed, you could have sorted out this manner. But as long as there is a desire for unity, man will work for it. Allahumma alif bayna qulubina wa aslih dhata baynina wahdina subul as-salam Oh Allah, unite our hearts. If a man's dua is for unity, even when the devil will come in, Allah will inspire him how to push the devil out. Allah Taala bless us all through the barakah of the love that Sahaba radiallahu had for themselves. Allah Taala in our own families also. Let us always see days of unity, of muhabbat, of love. And may Allah Taala make us the cause of uniting the people around us. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين